joy givers. Anyone looking for an infusion of joy, you've come to the right place. My name is Deb McGregor. I'm the host of Live Joy, Share Joy. And today we are going to continue on one of my favorite conversations, Joy. In fact, I've called this program Joy Squared, because our special guest today is a person who, for me, augments joy all the time. It is my pleasure to welcome Dana Coca, the Director of Youth Education with Calvary Lutheran Church in Park Rapids, Minnesota, to the show. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. I'm happy to be here today. Well, I was thinking about this, that this is just how God works. You and I met many moons ago when I actually spoke at your church. Correct. Yes, it seems like a long time ago. It was a long time ago. And then I am in Park Rapids at a coffee house, and I see you, and I'm like, are you Dana? (laughs) And here we are now with you on the radio show. Well, I'm happy to be here, and I do remember that. Um, that was a time in my life when I thought, you know, I was going to be Park Rapids for two years and my wife and I didn't have any kids at the time. And now we have four boys and, um, life is good. God's, God's journey is wonderful. It's amazing. And of course you just exude joy everywhere you go. You've got this smile, you've got, it's your eyes, your eyes light up with joy. And, and of course we know that's the joy of the Lord in you. You know, you have the joy of the Lord in you for sure. Yeah, thank you so much. I, I that that is that is a gift. Um, I always was told that the fruit of the spirit, love, joy, peace, patience. I always um, kind of emulated that joy, yeah, and that, that's something I feel that Christ has given me that gift. So yeah. share it. Why not share? Live joy, share joy, right? Of <laughs> exactly. course. Hello. So when you and I were talking about preparing for the show, I said to you, you know, we really need to talk about joy and how we continue joy not just throughout the Christmas season. We've gone through this Advent season. Now we're in this Christmas season. And how do we continue to bring joy forward? Because the Christmas piece of this is just one part of our journey with the Lord. And of course, you said, well, Deb, one of the first things we need to do is talk about what is the difference between happiness and joy? Let's start there. Exactly. You know, I I look at life and I think that a lot of times people are running towards happiness. They want to be happy. Um, but an example of happiness would be like opening presents at Christmas. A lot of times those things are external, they're circumstantial. Um, but the joy, the joy that we have in our life is lasting and it's something based on God's presence within us. Um, one thing, I, an example I like to use is um, when explaining the Holy Spirit to kids, if you look at a popcorn kernel, I a lot of times ask them, what makes this popcorn kernel pop? And um, a lot of times people will say the heat. And those, that's an important element. Um, that popcorn kernel, what really makes it pop is that tiny, minuscule amount of water on the inside. And as it is heated, that important element, it eventually puts pressure from the inside and it eventually pops. It looks different. It feels different. It tastes different. In the same way, when the Holy Spirit comes into our lives, um, that joy can pour out through us. Um, we look different. We act different. And we are different because the Holy Spirit works through us. I remember when I was at Christian Healing Ministries and Francis McNutt said one day, we can't completely describe a baptism of the Holy Spirit. But what we know is that when you experience it and when you have the Holy Spirit in you, there is an experience. Something takes place that changes you. And I believe just in the experience that I've had in the ministry I've done, You just know when you know when you know, and you can see when the Holy Spirit is at work. It's like the shift happens, right? Exactly. And you, it is, and it's it's like an experience. And and I love that because in a way, I love that analogy of the popcorn. 
Yeah. I might have to steal that sometime. That's a really great analogy. <laughs> I stole it from somewhere along the journey, too. <laughs> but it, it, it's real to me. And I think that it's um, something that we should be running vigorously towards Christ. And within our lives, um, there are going to be times when we have to um, stop and reflect upon our own lives, when we go through difficult times, when we go through tough times, when we go through great times, um, to be running towards Christ and always be remembering to keep him our focal, our center point. I know a couple weeks ago I, I preached, and I preached from... Um, Paul's letter in the Philippians, and it was on joy. And I, I was telling my wife, this is such a, it's such an easy one for me to, to preach because it's a good one. But it was interesting the following week, I wasn't really feeling joy. <laughs> you know? And I kind of felt oh. like it was um, the devil was kind of um, attacking me and, and, and kind of I, I was feeling a sense of I needed to really run towards that joy in my life. You know, I was just feeling tired, worn down. But I think it's important in our lives to always be um, doesn't matter how strong we are in our faith to always be running towards God and um, to feel that joy and to, to desire that joy, to desire to keep him number one. I love that you are bringing this up because I think sometimes people make assumptions about pastoral people, youth directors, ministry people mm-hmm. that even though we know joy and we have joy, it doesn't mean that there are times when we can feel a little bit of strain on the joy and I actually just did a video about life lag. I don't know if this is a coin term or not, but I call it life lag. Mm-hmm. And when we are not taking time to rest and restore and be in the word and take time for prayer and meditation and simply, I'm going to use the term get away, just take that time, take that space to be with the Lord. It is easy to get life lag. Absolutely. And it impacts our joy factor big time. Absolutely. And especially, I think, this time of year when people have been so busy, they got ready for Christmas. And now it's like, okay, now what do we do? Now we got to get ready for the new year. And da, 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 da. And it just seems like it's one thing after another. Not to mention the fact that we are coming out of this pandemic. Mm-hmm. And people have probably had a little life lag. And the joy factor maybe has been struggling a little bit. Absolutely. You know, I, I couldn't agree with you more. I think sometimes we're on the survival mode yes. and we're trying to, we have so many things we need to do and we're, we're just kind of going through the motions. Mm-hmm. Um, but one thing I look at in my life, when I've experienced the most joy, they're not always the times that are the best. Um, you know, I look at COVID. COVID has been gut-wrenching. It's been terrible. It's been a, a very challenging time. Um, but it's also been a time when I felt like I was running vigorously toward God more than ever before. And because of that, I've, I've been praying for that sense of peace. And with that peace came a sense of joy. Mm-hmm. Um, this morning when I was bringing my boys to um, school, I thought it was really neat. I, I told them I was coming to Bemidji today to do this. And I asked them, what brings you happiness? And um, my boys love sports. So I heard football, football cards, <laughs> football gloves, teeny football mates, sports. And then I said, well, what brings you joy? And um, my son Asher says, when I hear God's voice. Mm-hmm. And then um, my oldest son said, I, f- feel, I felt joy when we were quarantined. And I thought that was really interesting. Um, because I think that in the time of quarantine, everything stopped. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we were, we were talking about that survival mode where, where you're always doing everything. And we really, in our family, we have really focused on making Christ the center. And it's been a time that's kind of been a, it's been a difficult time, but it's been a time where we've been able to realign and really focus on what's our foundation. Mm-hmm. Our foundation needs to be on Jesus. And um, with that peace comes joy. And we need to share that joy. 
Amen. And I love that you're bringing up how you as a family have had these conversations. And I love that you're even making this distinction for your family members of here's the happiness piece. Here's the joy piece. And the bottom line is true joy can only be found in the Lord. Like it is a gift of the Holy Spirit. right? And one of the things that I've been thinking a lot about is where do we seek what? There's sort of this, if I'm seeking happiness, where am I seeking that? If I'm seeking joy, where am I seeking that? Mm -hmm. And there almost seems to be this distinction in how I'm doing the seeking. Mm -hmm. And so I think for people, like I get really curious about that when people tell me, oh, I'm just so unhappy. Well, what are you seeking and where are you seeking it? And so those, I think, are two really good questions to ask ourselves. Absolutely. I think it's easy to seek success. It's easy to seek wealth. It's easy to seek um, for kids. It's easy to seek um, success in sports and school. All of those things, those are things that bring happiness. But what if those things go away? Um, now, I'm, I'm, I'm a big runner. So I, I, though I don't look like I do, I, I love running. And recently I had a knee injury and I'm thinking, oh, is this going to be my last time I'm going to be able to run? Um, but that during the time when I would run, that's a lot of time when I am really spending time with God. And it really kind of shook me to the core because I had to find another outlet to be running vigorously towards God, but when I wasn't physically running. And um, if we are running towards joy, um, it's something that's so much greater, so much bigger. And, um, you know, it's truly just keeping the Holy Spirit the central focus of your heart and of your life. Are you able to run again? I am. Praise the Lord. Praise God. (laughs) Well, because all of a sudden when I got curious about is, I am sure that run when you could run again was the gratitude that you probably had for running. And I got curious about the tie-in between gratitude and joy Mm -hmm. and how we actually, like in that place of gratitude, it actually increases the joy even more. It does. And it makes you appreciate it. it. It's amazing what you don't appreciate when you have it. But the minute you don't have it, um, we can have a pity party <laughs> or we can um, just long for it and cry for it. Um, you know, I look at um, Philippians. Um, Philippians was written by Paul. And Paul is a pretty big deal because Paul wrote a lot of the New, <laughs> New Testament. Um, but in the letter of, of Philippians, um, I, I love it because it, it's Paul. And if you look at the um, notes, the beginning of the notes, it's joy in suffering, joy in serving, joy in... Oh, let me see here. There's more of them. Joy in believing. You know, what I love about it is Paul is real. And um, what Paul is doing is he is modeling to us how we should live our lives. Because things are going to be great at times, but when they're not good, we still need to find joy. We need to look around at God's amazing blessings. And uh, there are blessings everywhere. But sometimes we just have to look a little bit deeper. We're going to get to more of the looking deeper. I want to uh, just something about Paul that just when you said that, I was like, you know, what I love so much about Paul, it's not just the writings. It's the fact that, you know, Paul wasn't always on the Lord right side. Mm-hmm. I mean, Paul went through, you know, Saul to Paul, right? Mm-hmm. So we've got this whole concept of God will use every single thing in our lives. And once we make that choice for him and to serve him, can you imagine the joy that God has when that happens? I can't even imagine. Absolutely. And imagine the joy, too, because Paul was like full on. <laughs> like he was game. I mean, when he was living out his faith, 
he he lived it full on and he wasn't going to let anything get in the way he wanted everyone to know who he loved and who his god was um and i think that that's an amazing thing about paul i think it is so amazing okay we have so much more to cover we are talking with dana coca he is the director of youth education at calvary lutheran church in park rapids minnesota we are talking all about joy in fact joy squared We have a lot more to come. We're going to take a brief pause. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Since 1894, Ameriprise Financial has worked for their clients' futures, helping millions of Americans retire on their terms. Work with Ameriprise Financial Advisors Gina Ripkema, Shelley Loff, and Donna Gunderson, and together you'll develop a customized plan for your retirement. Discover the one-to-one relationship you deserve. Call Gina Ripkema, Shelley Loff, and Donna Gunderson. Office is located downtown Bemidji at 122 3rd Street Northwest or at 1202 1st Street East in Park Rapids. Investment advisory products and services are made available through Arise Financial Group, a division of Ameriprise Financial Services, Inc., a registered investment advisor. This is Deb McGregor of Life Full of Joy and Live Joy, Share Joy. I like to be infused with joy all the time. Every Monday through Friday, I do an Infusion of Joy video on Facebook and Instagram. I cover a topic related to joy and provide insights, perspectives, and distinctions, as well as offer an opportunity for you to continue digging even deeper into your own joy. Make sure you're following me on the Life Full of Joy Facebook page and on Instagram at Live Joy, Share Joy. Live Joy and Share Joy. Are you currently renting your home? Give Team Aylesworth, Noemi, Harry, and Abby of Real Living First Realty a call. Trust them to help guide you through the home buying process. With interest rates as low as they are, now is a good time to take that leap into being a homeowner. The award-winning customer service team is ready to make you their priority. Call Noemi at 218-760-4689 or click the link for Team Aylesworth on the Business Impact Partner page at yourqfm.com. Make owning a home your reality today. This is Deb McGregor of Live Joy, Share Joy. We're not just talking about joy. We're talking about joy squared. Our special guest, Dana Coca, who is the director of youth education with Calvary Lutheran Church in Park Rapids, Minnesota, and also a synodically authorized minister. I'm so glad to know that we're not just working with youth here. You can even preach. And you've been helping us preach here today, for sure, for God sure. That is good. So... Going into the break, we were talking about Paul. We were talking about the Philippians. We were talking about all these things that he talks about with joy. The bottom line is we should find joy in all circumstances. Absolutely. And Paul is such a great example of that. He is. You know, one of, I remember getting confirmed back when I was, you know, in high school. And um, my Bible verse, my confirmation verse was First Thessalonians five sixteen through 17, and that is, be joyful always, pray continually, talk to God, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. And I just think that's a, such a great verse to emulate. Be joyful, talk to God, um, pray, make sure that you're making time for him. That's God's will for you. Yeah, amen. You also, as you're talking about that scripture, which has popped for me is, be thankful in Absolutely. all things. When we are thankful, there's something, this goes back to this piece about when we're thankful, there's a piece of gratitude that comes in. When we are in that place, we have more joy. Absolutely. It all, you know, I often think about what comes first, the chicken or the egg. This is why it's the joy squared to me. It's sort of like we're thankful, we have gratitude, we love, we have peace, we have joy. The more joy we have, the more of those other things we have. What it really boils down to, it's the power of the Holy Spirit working in people. 
Absolutely. You know, I think that the Holy Spirit is at work. But in those times of um, trial, like you were saying, you, we need to be thankful. I remember um, when my mom passed away unexpectedly and, and just how, how torn apart my heart felt. Um, but when I was mourning, when I was grieving, I found myself being joyful for those experiences that I had, for having one of the best um, and, and talking to God, crying out to God. Um, but then that being thankful um, not that I necessarily needed more time, but being thankful for all of those blessings and just being being surrounded with someone that loved you unconditionally and all those years, you know. So there's times in our lives when things stink, <laughs> when things are hard and you're just crying out to God, but we still can have joy. We still can be thankful. And and I think it's important for us to remember that. And And it's not rocket science, but it's just keeping in keeping in your mind, when we like to be in charge of things, sometimes our skulls are really hard and we don't like to um, let anyone else lead. But when we submit everything to God, and submit is not a weak word. A lot of times in our culture, we think of it as a weak word, but submitting everything to God is humbling. Mm -hmm. And it's amazing how God works and lives through us um, when we submit everything to him. Don't you think, too, that when we submit it releases the burden and that submitting actually gives us more joy because we don't overthink as much. We don't like, right. We can, we just get ourselves out of the way. We, we truly give it over and we say, Lord, you just take this. And all Absolutely. of a sudden we can actually appreciate and be more in the moment of what's happening as well. Absolutely. And it's, it's kind of like what I was saying earlier, you know, during the time of COVID I've been praying for the peace that only God can give. And when you get, when you receive that peace that only God can give, what comes next? Joy. What comes next? Contentment. Uh, You know, it's it's amazing how God works. And I desire that for everyone listening today. Amen. And it's a peace that does pass all understanding. When you experience a peace of God, you can't really understand it. But you know when you know when you know. Like when you experience that peace, it's like there's not a care in the world because you just know God's got it. Yeah, and it's ama- It's an absolutely amazing feeling. Yeah, I, I agree. Everyone that's listening right now, I we just pray that you experience that peace of the Lord. Yeah, you know, there, there's a Bible verse that um, throughout COVID has really been speaking to me, and that is Matthew, it's from Matthew 7, 7 through 8, and that is, Ask and it will be given to you, seek and you will find, knock and the door will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives, the one who seeks finds, and the one who knocks, the door will be opened. I saw that verse through a different lens. And um, I think that what it really was is I was submitting everything to God. Mm-hmm. And what I was seeking was being growing closer to him. And what came with that? Peace. What came with that? Joy. What came with that? Contentment. And just knowing that our God has our back and he has us in his hands, really. Yeah, I love that. And even just hearing you say that, it's like there's a calm about that. There's a sense of knowing about that. And you know what? One of the things that I love that you're bringing this up because you were intentionally seeking the Lord. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes as I'm talking to people, they talk about things they want, but they don't take the time to seek the Lord. Yes. So there is, we do need to do our part. We do. And there's little things we can do too. Um, I will be honest with you. If there's one thing I am passionate about in this world, it is about being a good dad and a good husband. Um, And one thing that my wife and I have been intentional on is we said, 
our boys were doing this little dance a couple of years ago that was popular and they were singing it in the grocery store and I was appalled because I didn't realize what the words meant. So we all of a sudden made this intentional change of we're just going to listen to Christian music. So QFM got our yeah. 100% <laughs> attention. Um, but let me tell you, uh, it, it really has brought a huge joy in our lives. And nothing makes me happier than um, when the bathroom door is shut and our six-year-old is singing, Bren, you know, singing all of these amazing, Colton Dixon and, you know, all of these amazing artists. But it's amazing that when we surround ourselves with the presence of God um, through music, through what we watch, um, you know, we get so censored to things. We, we talked about earlier, we're on a survival mode. We don't even realize what we're seeing. We don't even realize what's going on around us. But if we stop and we are intentional, we can praise God everywhere and God can work in and through, in and through everything. It's just amazing. Everything, right? Absolutely. Everything. I love that you're bringing this up because it really leads us into our third point, which is find joy today. Yes. You can find joy today. The kind of music you're listening to, mm-hmm. the kind of programs on television, if you choose to watch television that yeah. you're watching. I love that The Chosen yeah. has not only a great series, but they've come up with this Christmas special now as well. Yeah. But there's something in here about how do we find joy today? You know, I, I, have, I have it written down from when I preached a couple of weeks ago, but it says one of the greatest promises that Jesus gave his followers was a promise of receiving the fullness of joy. Um, and that just joy fills us up. Um, but what I love about it is before Jesus went to the cross, he said, I have spoken to you so you, so that my joy may be in you and your joy may be full. So that, what that tells us is that joy is attainable. And it's not just attainable for me, for someone that really feels joy within my life. And that's been an easy fruit of the spirit for me, but it's attainable for you and for me. Um, but how do we find that? I think a great way for us to find that is to open our eyes, open our ears, and just say, hey, God, what can I do? How can I see you more clearly? You know, that seek and you will find. Knock Mm -hmm. and the door will be opened. If we truly take a moment and look around. You know, I shared earlier that we pray with our boys in the morning, and it's been a great opportunity for us to um, really teach our boys how to pray, but I don't like those words, how to talk to God. And how to communicate with God. And if we are intentional and if we truly say, God, help us to open our eyes, look around, look at the beautiful snow, look at all of the different um, things that God has provided for us. Sometimes those things are have little to no significance. But God is so good and God is so alive. Yes. Oh, I love. Yes, he is alive. And the word is a living word like this. It's just so important. I love this distinction between talking to God, praying to God. Can you speak to that just a little bit more about this talking to God? What does that look like? Well, I I, I really believe that sometimes as human beings, it's easy to ask God for things. It's easy to know exactly what you want the outcome to be. Um, you know, there's a, a song from Garth, Garth Brooks from the early to mid-90s that unanswered prayers. Mm-hmm. Um, but talking to God, um, really just letting him in your life. You know, a lot of times I hear people say, Jesus is my best friend. Well, how do we talk to a best friend? You know, notice um, we thank God for things. Sometimes we'll, we'll teach our boys to, things to be thankful for, praying for others, um, just 
thinking outside the box and not just thinking of ourselves and our selfish desires. Mm, that's so true. You know, you're just, as you're saying this, it's just thinking like, where do we put our focus? What is, what is the focus that we're choosing in the moment? And I also love the way that you're describing this talk with the Lord. It's like a conversation. Mm-hmm. And I love that framing of with your best friend because it's so good. Yeah. And I think it's important. It doesn't matter how strong you are in your faith. It's that constant we need to remember. Mm-hmm. We need to keep Christ. Oh, it's one. so easy to get off track. I it mean, is. especially when we don't stay focused on, you know, the things that bring us closer to him. It, I often wonder, like with the COVID thing is, you know, God, because this is Romans eight twenty eight, right? He's going to use everything for his good. Yes. And I often think about that, you know, with COVID. There are a lot of people who drew closer to the Lord. There Absolutely. are a lot of people who slowed down enough yeah. to be able to, you know, see what's really going on yeah. here. What else about finding joy today? What else comes up for you as you just think about, oh, this is something I do to make sure every day I find joy? You know, it, a lot of times we, we live in a beautiful part of northern Minnesota. Um, one thing I've really noticed as I've um, with my church work, uh, I've been creating a lot of videos and doing things like that. But I look at the sky, look at the clouds, look at the um, listen to the birds, listen to all of those different things. The voices of kids and laughter, um, you know, the twinkle in someone's eye when they're talking, um, you know, there's there's joy everywhere. It's just what are we looking? Where are we looking for that um, joy or those happiness? Because things things will bring us happiness, yeah. but joy joy is so much more. It's so much bigger. It is so much more. I think about people do gratitude journals at night. Why not do a joy journal? Write down the five things that bring you joy or brought you joy today. Absolutely. Or drink joy coffee, right? <laughs> That's right. Drink joy coffee. More joy coffee in the world because it's so good, yes, right? Yes, it is. Very I good. love this. Dana, this has been such a great conversation. And I'm not even sure. Oh, my gosh. There's so much there. We've talked about the difference between happiness and joy, finding joy in all circumstances, and finding joy today. It's been amazing. Well, thank you so much for having me. And my challenge for you today is to run towards Christ and keep Christ the center of your lives. Yes. And when you do that, experience the fruit of the Spirit. Joy. Joy. You are amazing. This has been an amazing conversation. We could go on and on, couldn't we? Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) Friends, you have been enjoying Dana Coca. He is the Director of Youth Education, as well as the synodically authorized minister that he is at Calvary Lutheran Church in Park Rapids, Minnesota. This has been an incredible conversation on joy. We hope that you are also experiencing joy. Keep running to the Lord. We want to thank Philip Elke for engineering the program today, and we want to remind you to live joy and share joy. Deb McGregor of Life Full of Joy. Thank you for tuning in to Live Joy, Share Joy. We currently have availability for corporate sponsors on the show. Do you want to be aligned with all things joy and reach our listening audience? We have several options available, including our joy boosters. Contact your QFM today for sponsorship details.